think I'm gonna have to do something I haven't done since junior high. And that is cut my own hair. It's getting so long that I went to go record and realized my hair is just falling all over my face. I have this very like emo effect and I had to throw on the how to build a tent hat. If you want this how to build a tent hat or any of the other merch that we got, you can go over to howtobuildtent.com, check it out there. This is How to Build a Tent. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening, sharing the show with a friend, tagging a friend. If you are watching on YouTube, subscribing, really appreciate that. Thank you for everyone who's been following the show, supporting the show, all 400 plus of them. I really appreciate you guys a lot. We're part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com. Become a member. Support us as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. God is on the move. God's doing amazing things. Even in these times, he is doing amazing things. And you can be a part of that, especially on our network. Become a member. You get $100 off our conference that's coming up in October. You get a Fight, Laugh, Feast t-shirt, which is fantastic, super comfortable. Almost as comfortable as the How to Build a Tent shirts from American Apparel. But not that great. You know, you can't top American Apparel. Come on. Come on now. And you also get an HGBT mug when you put HGBT in the memo field. And you get tons of other great content that David and the guys are just putting out. I mean, there's some great stuff in there. Especially that sales uh, six-part series, I believe it is. It's really helpful. If you are starting a business, if you're thinking about doing a side hustle, you're in sales. Guess what? You're going to be in sales. And you should probably figure out how that all works. So go check that out. Become a member. Remember, put an HDBT when you do just that. If you have any questions, comments, email me, Matt, at howtobuildtent.com. Find me on all the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. It's a really interesting time with this coronavirus thing. Dang it, I said it, and this show is going to get censored. Oh, well. It's really interesting in these times. I guess I can say it now that I've said it once. That with the coronavirus, it's what do you talk about as a business podcast? There's only so much you can think about and talk about from a like, hey, get out and do something. Oh, wait, you can't get out and do something. Hey, you know, talk about these unemployment benefits or whatever. Uh, But there are things that you can be preparing for. I think that is one of the best things that we can be doing in this time is be thinking about how we failed in the past, thinking about the mistakes we have made, thinking about what went wrong, how we could have better prepared, and do those preparations now and prepare for the battles ahead, the business battles, spiritual battles, whatever that can, however that applies to you. And this is a perfect time to be coming up with ideas, thinking about your side hustles, thinking about how you can take advantage of situations now, thinking about what you want to do in the stock market, thinking about what you want to do with your personal financial goals with your family, thinking about your family goals outside of finances. What do you want your family to achieve this year? What do you want your business to achieve? What do you want to personally achieve this year? And be thinking about as we are going to be coming back, hopefully, As we are going to be coming back, hopefully soon, what can you be doing and how can you be preparing now at home with what you're doing? Like getting yourself a haircut. (laughs) But what seriously, what can you be doing and how can you be preparing for when the economy comes back online? That is one of the biggest 
differentiators that you can have as a business leader, as somebody who's starting a business, is the ability to think ahead, be a futurist, and come up with successful ideas that you can plan for now in the present before they become opportunities and set yourself up for them. The people that can do that make the billions. Those, those are the billionaires for sure. But you might not be a billionaire. You don't have to be a billionaire, but you can make a lot of money doing that. That'd be good. One of the ways to do that is to be learning from mistakes. Let's just go through some kind of funny things that happened to me this weekend. Uh, um, just reminding me of that. And thinking through different things that you could be doing um, and, you know, just lessons to learn and how to think about just life and how you can apply it to things. At least it's been helpful for me and I just wanted to share from you, uh, share with you, not from you. But did you see Trump's tweet this Sunday? Did you see it? It was kind of hopeful. He's like getting people prepared. He's getting me all excited. I hope he doesn't let me down. He's talking about governors. You need to get your masks ready. You need to get your tests ready. Big news is coming. And I hope it comes very quickly because this is insane. Dr. Fuchimanga or whatever his name is. What's his name? Fauci, F-A-U-C-I. I should know it by now. I listen to his press conferences every, every night. Fauci says that, hey, we're cautiously optimistic. We could be back by May. May? <laughs> Guys, we need to get back to work now. And I'm hoping that that Trump tweet, a Trump tweet, is indications that it's going to be before May. I mean... Seriously, again, I've talked about it. I've tweeted about it. Every day we're closed exponentially gets more damaging to us. It hurts us more. Day one hurts. Day 10 hurts far more than day one did. Because the longer we're out of work, the longer we're not able to go and patron small businesses, the more businesses are not going to be able to come back. So the longer we are shut down, the more businesses are not going to be able to come back. And yeah, it's great. And I mean that sarcastically. That our government is willing to spend billions and billions and billions to trillions of dollars on helping us after shutting us down. They cut our legs off and then they spend billions giving us crutches. That's great. But we can only use crutches so long and our feet may never grow back. And our legs may never grow back. And that is a serious, serious thing. We need to be able to come back from this. The longer, the longer we're shut down, the less likely that is to happen. And that's something we should all be learning from this is how crazy it is for the government to be doing this. One of the things that has happened over the last couple of weeks is Reform Jellicle, the show that uh, AD and I do. Our platform broke because we were using a smaller platform. I might have talked about this on how to build a tent. I'm not sure. But they, the, the platform that we used started having stability issues and became unstable. Unstable, the platform did. Because of how many people were using it because now they're at home. They're trying new things. And everyone that blogs can have content now. Which, I know there's tons of content out there. And that just makes me even more thankful for you guys that are listening to me still. I really appreciate it. Seriously, our numbers have not dropped. They're actually going up. And I really appreciate that because there's so much more supply out there that uh, there's more opportunities for you to go elsewhere. And if you didn't know that, then never mind because I don't want you to go elsewhere now. <laughs> um, but anyways, so there was this platform that went down. And then the next week we tried Google Hangouts. 
YouTube and OBS. That didn't work. So we're going with StreamYard now. But one of the things that I learned is that you can never get lazy with testing, especially when, in our case, this platform, we had a guest on the first week, the second week, I didn't dare bring a guest back because I didn't know if it'd work or not. But that you are expected to perform and that when you are in that moment of performing, it has to go right. And so you do want to test a lot to make sure that things are right because when things go wrong, sometimes it's unreversible. That is, you cannot fix it. Luckily, AD did not have confidence in my solution last week and he recorded most of it, uh, audio, most of the audio uh, from the last week's show on Reform Jellicle, but uh, but anyway, so th- this is what I bring this up for, not only just to talk to you about Reform Jellicle, but one of the things that just reminded me is that through these failures the last couple weeks on Reform Jellicle, yeah, it's true, I fail too. Everyone fails. They just not always admit it or take ownership of it, honestly. But all that to say is this, is it reminded me of how important it is to test, to retest, and to make sure that you have it all figured out for things like podcasts where people are expecting to have a product delivered at a certain time. And I know this applies to more than just podcasting. And there are opportunities or there are events that happen that have to go flawlessly. And you can't just take it for granted like I did. So don't don't be like me. Don't make the mistakes like I did. So we're going through, we're testing. I'm going to be testing our new platform. I'm going to be doing live questions, live answers. I'm live answers. I'm going to be taking your questions, doing some live streams this week. So you can look out for that on all the social media sites. And on also Reform Jellicle is going to be doing the next two weeks free to make sure that it is stable and that it's working and that everyone is going to be able to participate live and things like that and get a taste for what it's like to be a patron. So I reimbursed everyone who was a patron so that they got their money back for the month because the two weeks they got gypped and it's the right thing to do. It's great customer service. And then I tried to turn it into a positive and take what I've learned and not just, you know, oh, I need to test more, but also, okay, so how can I leverage this mistake into something? And so one of the ideas that we had was to make it free what normally you pay for that is you get to watch the show live comment and we get to see your comments interact with you on the show for two weeks and hopefully that will bring in more customers more patrons for the following months because they'll see hey this is actually really cool i'd love to support them and so on and so forth so that's what we're going to be doing next two months and the second thing and i kind of talked about it already but is not only do you learn from your mistakes, but look to leverage your mistakes to make greater opportunities. It's funny, I, even um, other people's mistakes. <laughs> I'll talk about that in a second. Fourth, I want to tell you, but first, I want to talk to you about Kingsman Grooming Products. Go over to KingsmanGroomingPros.com, put in HTBT, and you'll get 20% off. I think it was 20%. It's like 10 or 15, 10, 15, 20%. I just realized that they changed it. And I forgot the check before I recorded. But you, I think it's 20%. You get 20% off. You go check it out. Go put in a, go buy something in the shopping cart, put in HGBT and see how much you get checked off on the promo code. They have great quality products, pre-shave, after-shave products. They have beard oils, beard bombs, leather products. It's really important uh, to not have itchy skin because you don't want to be doing this all the time. It just is no, no fun. And you can be supporting a Christian company. They have seriously... 
the best products in the world. I'm never going back. And I mean that. Even after they stop sponsoring me, which they will never do. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, hopefully I'm. Hopefully they won't. Uh, go over to kingsmangroomingpros.com so they won't stop sponsoring the show. <laughs> Put in HGBT and you'll get that big discount, that mystery discount. We'll see how much it is and I'll make sure I'll check for tomorrow's show. <laughs> um, uh, so my son, okay, let's set this up. We have wood floors in the top of our house. We have some weird kind of, um, I don't know what the floor is downstairs, but we have some wood on the top. And there's this one little crack in the wood, like where two piece, not a crack, but there's like two pieces of wood where it just wasn't long enough and it was really frustrating me because I wasn't quite sure how to fix it. And then my son was running and he fell and he fell so hard that another piece of wood slid open where there was that crack, the same crack, just in a different spot. And I realized that it was slid over. So I slid it back. And then I went over to that other piece that was bothering me since we bought the house. Slid that one back too. And now it fits and the crack isn't there. And I love these little things that happen in life because I look for ways that I can learn from them and I can use them and apply them to different areas like this situation. My son fell, he uh, messed up the boards in one area and then I realized how to fix it and then applied it to this other area where I've been having issues for the whole year. And I share this with you not to, you know, talk about how my son fell or about my floors for that matter. But if you can start thinking through scenarios in life that you see, not just in your own personal experiences, but see others and see how you can improve, learn from them, and even make your own issues better or figure out how to solve problems yourself, it will be really beneficial for you just to have that mindset, even from a toddler running and falling on the floor. Just to have that mindset, even when you're talking to coworkers, even people that report to you and your vendors, people that you are customers of when you go to Lowe's, thinking through how they, or Lowe's, that's who I was just thinking of from a home improvement perspective. The grocery store, Costco online, oh my gosh, remember my Costco sagas? How much could we learn from their mistakes on how poor they are of online customer service e-commerce. It's terrible. Uh, they're still not that good, quite honestly. That's just my opinion. Um, but just having that mindset is really, really important. Another thing that I learned this week is I was putting in a ceiling fan. And I've never put in a ceiling fan before. I put in a remote to a ceiling fan, which is probably just as annoying as putting the whole ceiling fan in by itself. But one of the things that you got to do when you put in a ceiling fan is you got to make sure that the box that you're connecting it to, it has all the electrical wires on it, is secure and fashioned to a beam or some support where that it can hold the ceiling fan. And I wasn't quite sure if it was or not. And so I spent a long part of my day trying to unscrew it, the box, to figure out if it was supported because it was like, you know, perfectly fit into the ceiling. And I got it out, figured it was secure, put, tried to put it back in, but I didn't remember to look where the screws were and to figure out where it goes into the secure brackets that were in the ceiling. And just because of how the brackets were, which is this, it was a completely stupid design, whoever put these, who created these brackets. But if 
I, I didn't remember where those where the box should have been. So I spent hours trying to figure out how to find the holes for the box because of just how how the the frame was connected to the box. It was not an easy way to see where the holes were for the screws. Another thing I thought my I reminded of myself to do is not only do you need to test things over and over again, but as you're taking things apart, save yourself a lot of time. And this isn't even business advice. This is more home improvement advice. This is bonus for how to build tent. Is make sure you take pictures or you can remember how things were before you take them apart. It will save you hours. It could save you oh, lots of money if you were doing this in a business world, if you're working on projects. Let me tell you, that was something extremely annoying to me. All right, one more thing from business, and we'll wrap it up maybe. I saw on CNN there was this article talking about how this new bailout has the opportunity to for you to take out money from your 401k without a penalty. And for you, if you need the money. Now, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, you really need to be careful talking about financial advice. And I agree. I try really hard not to give financial advice on the show because you're not supposed to do that. But let me just say this. It would behoove you, love that word, behoove you, to think about where the market is right now and where your 401k is in relation to probably a couple months ago. It might be opportunistic to consider where the market may go in the future. And I say that to say this, is if you do use that, even without the penalty, you need to consider the opportunity cost of how much money you would have spent if you would have left it in your 401k or how much money we would have gained if you would have left in your 401k versus how much you took out and spent it on whatever you need to spend out. So I would personally be considering that 401k option to be one of the last things that I do. The last things that I do. Speaking of the market, I just want to say this. I don't know where the market, let's see where the market's at right now. It's down 284 points, the futures. This is Sunday. I'm recording at 8.10 Eastern time. I am not surprised at all to see the market down from how well it did this next week or this last week. But we did get good news with the oil deal. The, the prices are stable. And that's important. And you might be thinking, why was Trump trying to get oil prices to go up? Isn't he want to help our economy? Well, this goes back to a discussion that we had before where our oil companies need to exist for national security, for one. And for two, it is a great asset that we have that we can outproduce other countries now, every other country. We're ne we're net exporters, and I believe, if I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure, we export more oil than anyone else in the world now, thanks to fracking. And you might be saying, but why is the president intervening on free markets? Well, we don't have a free market. The oil does not have a free market because our oil companies are global companies. The oil prices are set globally, not locally. And the global the global market for oil is vastly controlled by countries. You notice he's not negotiating with other businesses. He's negotiating with two other countries, Russia and Saudi Arabia. 
the oil companies in the United States are not operating in a free market. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing Donald Trump can do about it because it's a global thing. And so it is right for him to get oil prices to a place where our oil companies can stay in business because we need them and because they're a great asset for our country. And he'd be saying, well, if they can't compete, then they should just go out of business. That's only true in a free market. They're not in a free market, and we got to stop thinking that way. It will be really wise. This is probably, I should have led with this because this is probably the best part of the whole show. It would be really wise if we could take our talking points about the free market, which are true, and understand that they only apply within a free market and not try to use the talking points that are true within a free market and apply them to areas that are not free markets because those talking points don't become true anymore. Those bullet points, those facts, they're not true anymore. If you're not in a free market, just because you might be going out of business doesn't mean it's because you're a bad business or because you're not creating great value. It could be because other countries are punishing you indirectly, like what is happening in this case. So it was right for Trump to intervene on this. So to sum up this show, let's just say, learn from your mistakes, look for opportunities and learning experiences and learning opportunities from other people's mistakes and looking how to apply those into your own life and be wise about how your framework is applied to different topics that we are debating and discussing in the world today. With that, hope you had a great Easter. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.